is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. So I don't think anyone warned Allison Sweeney that she might see a nun in the halls here at Sirius XM. I just, you know, it's the unexpected. <laughs> I know the first time I saw her, she scared the shit out of me. I'm just nervous because I feel like she's like looking at us. She is I, looking because she's right outside she's, the studio. Because right, she is right. So I feel like see, I want to sit up straighter and not get my see, wrists. Now, this is this is where you're ultimately a good girl ruler. and I'm a bad boy. Right. No. Because you know what I want to do? I want to open the door and just start yelling obscenities. obscenities? I yeah. mean, think of the worst word. I'm <laughs> now just picture me running up in the hall screaming it. <laughs> Right, I feel like she could, she could handle you though. Look at her; she could, she could she, take me down. She could take you down. She and could take me down you all the way back to fourth Beat grade. Me, anyway. Hi, Allison Sweeney. Hi. Allison is joining us here on the Jolt Sirius XM Now Q. I'm Larry Flick. My goodness, girl. Um, you know, some people like to make change, and then there's you. <laughs> where you just like to take. It's almost like you took your life like one of those little, uh, those little snow globes. <laughs> And you just said, I wonder what happened I went like this. That is kind of what I did. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. You're a brave chick. Yeah. In case you haven't been keeping up with the news, and how could you not, Allison Sweeney has, uh, in the last year, left um, the the show that brung her to us, Days of Our Lives, um, where I first saw her. And, uh, and she has recently uh, announced that she will not be returning for season 17 of The Biggest Loser. Um, was it just, uh, are you having a midlife crisis? <laughs> is this like, is this like your, is this like your lady version of, of a how red much Corvette? How have, I feel like. I got all yeah, day, girl. Corvette. Is this your oh red Corvette? <laughs> That's amazing. Is this better than having an affair on your husband um, or something? Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> um, I, uh, God, you know, I just, since I stopped filming uh, Biggest Loser, I have made three movies for the Hallmark Channel. I've written a novel. Um, I'm in pre-production. But have you eaten? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I've made dinner for my kids every night. Like, I've been on vacation for the first time, like a real vacation so in which living. I was not working. Yeah, it's been, I sleep, like you should see, I don't have bags under my eyes. Like, I know, we're going to talk about that real. too. But like this is the real stuff, yeah. And so um, I, I just I feel like all these dreams are coming true. These these wishes and career goals that I um, never would have had had time to do if it weren't for the changes. Well, the thing that you need to know about what Allison Sweeney is up to is that you're not just um, starring in in these Hallmark movies; you're producing them as well. Yeah. So you're you're really establishing yourself as a as a force on the business end of your of your industry as well as continuing to be a performer. Thank you. Yeah. That's very brave. It it yeah, thank you. Because most people will look at you and say, Don't you want to be on Y and R instead? Yeah, people um you know, it, it's really easy for people to sort of pat you on the head and say, Oh, your talent, like Oh, it's sweet. Like we'll, you know, right. we'll handle it and we'll let you know. And I am just, I'm, I'm a Virgo. I don't know if I've let, oh, <laughs> if you knew that. Oh, uh, yeah. That, in fact, it's I, my I, birthday I'm, this I'm, week. Happy birthday! Thank you. But I, I can't. Like something inside of me gets all crazy. Um, and I like to be in charge. I mean, everyone who's ever worked with me, 
uh, at Days of Our Lives in particular knows that I I just I sweat the small stuff. I I just need to be part of that conversation. If you're not in charge, it stresses you out. It stresses. That's me That's the out. thing that a Virgo and a Cancer like me have in common. I see. Yes. There you go. Because so I'm the same way. So um, as stressful and and there's so many different obstacles into making these movies, um, these TV movies and and. Uh, but I love it. I love the challenge of it. Mm. I love that it, the budget is tight. I love that you have 15 days to shoot this movie. And I, I love that no, I, I'm standing there on set approving every outfit and looking at every frame of the movie and, and able to help catch mistakes as they come along. And um, like I said, all, all my friends, everyone who's ever worked with me is like, yeah, I can see that. That that totally works for you, doesn't it? How How much of that... And I want to get into all of the, the new projects in detail, but uh, a, a kind of a broad question first. How much does working in daytime, and then you know, because we've talked before, that I'm a big fan of daytime. I do know. Big, big fan of days. How much of, of the, the, the cyclical nature, the, oh, we now have a new head writer. Yeah. And now suddenly Sammy is going to go from being this kind of girl sure. to being that kind of girl. And new producers. New producers. Yeah. So now suddenly my baby has no eyes. Right. And, <laughs> I'll never forget that story. Poor baby had no eyes. I know. But, you know, so all this stuff is going on. And, I mean, does that make you feel the need to then start controlling everything else? Because in this world, Talent really has no control. You have no control. And um, luckily at Days of Our Lives, they were really in in a few of those um, evolvements. You know, there would be different producers and writers who were more responsive to input from the actors. And certainly if you came at it with like, I've worked here 20 years and my character usually would behave in this way. Like, is there something we can do to sort right. of bring it her more in keeping with this character? Um, some people more than others were responsive to that, but yeah, you're the last person to know. And I'm, and, and what I learned in daytime is how do you get, how do you, um, how are you part of the solution? Like, where can I get in? When I get the information last, you get the script. Everyone else has looked at it. It's been read by 10 people and we're about a week away from shooting it. And I look at it like. You know, there would be actors who would come out on set and they'd be like, oh, I hate this line. Well, you should have said something a week ago. Like, we don't have time. There's no time or money to fix it now. Right. So you have to learn how to be proactive, how to read the script in time to say, like, you know, bring it to producer's attention or bring it to the, you know, whoever's attention and say, hey, is there a way we could do it this way? Or here's my idea for how to fix this or whatever. So there's a ton of those skills and it happens all the time. Mm. And you just have to figure out the right way to to manage it and do the best you can and know the and and pick your battles. So the folks at Hallmark must love you because what you're talking about is being solution oriented as opposed to complaint oriented. Yeah. And uh, daytime in hasn't been a fiscally plush environment for a number a of years. Time. So you know how to make anything shine because that's really what daytime does. Right. And uh, and you know how to make good content like that pop snap you yeah and you have to be able to do it quick and then you have to be able to say um okay well this is worth the money and that is not or this we'll see right. on tv and that's not and you know in making those decisions quickly is is also important that's awesome and, um so yeah it's been really rewarding i i found that a lot of my skill sets from daytime have helped me in the movie good for you so yeah. so allison sweeney has uh, not one but two 
Hallmark movies in the can, if I have that right, don't you? Yeah. Uh, one is called Love on the Air. Yeah. And so this room is very, very familiar to her because it's it's radio based. Yes. So when I watched it, I, I smiled because I was looking around spot checking. This and that was and that was my background was the interviews I've done with you and, and some other people and just knowing like watching you guys work helped me a lot. It was my very role. it's very accurate, Thank very you. authentic. And so very, very sweet romantic piece. Um and that's on the twenty sixth. Thank right? you, yes. And um how would you let's elevator pitch both of these movies? Let's start with uh, with with Love on the Air. What would you say to someone? So to me, the elevator pitch is that uh, Sonia is a strong-willed woman who has her own talk show, and she's about being independent and standing on her own and doing things by herself. And that doesn't, you know, she can get married and she can have a partner, but she's, she doesn't need anybody. And she, um, you know, for reasons you discover through the course of the movie, she, uh, she starts to realize that maybe that's really lonely. Yeah. And, um, and that you don't have to need, need is maybe not the right word, but you want to share your life with someone and you want them to share theirs with you. And they in walks this arrogant, jackass co-host real jerk total jerk like man cave super cute Uh, (laughs) and he's got the opposite mentality of like love him and leave him yeah Yeah. you could be with women you could fall in love and then you fall in love with the next one tomorrow like as if um you know they're like kleenex and um so of course a battle of wills ensues and inevitably they find chemistry between the two of them and um and they meet somewhere in the middle it's a really lovely, lovely movie, and like, uh, like so many movies on Hallmark, I'm a big fan of Hallmark movies because it's exactly what they sell you on the tin. Yeah. When you get it off the shelf. Right. And it's comforting, and makes you smile, makes you makes occasionally you cry, but it's 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 like wrapping yourself in a blanket on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and just disappearing into something that's not going to hurt you. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. that I know. I, I know. Real, I have a real affection for that kind of entertainment. You know, I was never the Breaking Bad boy. Right. I right. respect it. Right. I honor it. But there, if I want to see horror, I'll watch the news. Right. There's a lot <laughs> of really dark entertainment out there right now. And, and it has its place. I totally get it. I was a huge fan of Breaking Bad. But... but you know, sometimes you don't want to have to like take a shower after you watch a show. Yeah, or turn all the lights on and, right. watch, and watch old I Love Lucy reruns right, right, to cleanse to, your senses. That's exactly right. So, <laughs> so this movie is that like this movie I think makes you laugh. It makes you sigh romantically, and it makes you root for them to mm. figure it out. Because I think you know the audience is let in kind of early as to what what they should do. And, yeah, and so you get to be along for the ride. And, it's really sweet. And yeah. It's actually a, a very nice premise for a series if, oh yeah if if, uh, Thanks. if people jump on it would make i would i would watch this on a regular basis and i think the dialogue's really witty too i mean my husband watched it with me and he actually quite enjoyed it as well and felt like the guys 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 guy perspective was really represented well and that the actor john scarf is so talented and He's really he good did a this. good job Really being relatable. So then there's another movie. Uh, the There's a sequel to Murder, She Baked. And that's not November 15th? November 22nd. 22nd, forgive we me. We are shifting gears here to um, the franchise I do for the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, which is the other Hallmark channel. And um, 
so that's a character named Hannah, and she's a baker. Mm-hmm. It's based on a series of books by Joanne Flugan. She she just happens, you know, not unlike the classic mystery uh, murder mystery heroines. She just happens to pawn dead bodies from time to time, and <laughs> um, and is the only one clever enough to solve the crime and. Uh, it's so it's super fun and and I love doing it and then so yes this Christmas movie is the plum pudding, uh, plum pudding murder and for Days of Our Lives fans you'll see a familiar face in the cast, mm. um, a return of um, Farrah Fath who played Mimi. Oh. She's she does a guest starring role in this movie for me, which was super fun to have her back. Nice. And um, yeah, it was fun to work with her again and and uh, it's a great it's a great fun holiday murder mystery. Very, very fun. Now, Allison Sweeney here uh, with us on The Jolt. Uh, tell, tell me about the novel. I wrote an, my third novel. It's called Opportunity Knocks, and it'll be released next spring. And it's about a makeup artist. So I, um, I love writing, and uh, this one was really fun for me because I actually had the time to um, give it my full attention. I wasn't uh, splitting myself into six different jobs and um this character is uh, really fun and she's comes oh you'd appreciate she comes from california and ends up having to sort of find her career here in new york so i was really nervous writing about manhattan actually because i am obviously not from here and and sort of what what do i take away from manhattan different from what locals how locals perceive it well manhattan's fun for you yeah we hate it exactly (laughs) that's sort of the yeah, you kind of the bloom is on the rose still for me. Yeah. So so sort of interesting to write from that perspective. But I had to submit it to my editor, who of course is a um a local here in Manhattan. So I got the seal of approval from the locals. You are very, very inspiring and a little exhausting, Allison. <laughs> um where where, Thank you. where where is this coming from? Uh, this you, energy? Where were you were you always I mean you've always worked a lot. But were you always this ambitious? Um, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I knew I wanted to be an actor since I was four years old. I knew I wanted to direct um, since I was 10. And every time I sort of, I think I, I just more see myself as a storyteller. And I, I love doing it. I love telling stories I lo- how, in however I can get into the process. So mm. um, I have a new... Um, IP, um, I have a new property, uh, a novel that I bought, and I put together a, a pitch, and I sold it to the Hallmark Channel to make another movie for next summer, and the development part of it is is just as rewarding to me as actually being a, an actor on stage delivering it, and um, so that's really fun, and uh, being a host was super fun. Like I just love c- affecting the audience, getting out there and having a story to share and tell and, and do it, and I, I just find that... Um, I never get tired of it, and there's always a different way to to do it, and always something I could do better than last time. Yeah, and... you seem to you seem to take the trust of your your viewers very seriously. I do. That actually really matters, and I think I, it, it's just something I detect in all of your projects. I especially started in daytime because I 
am a fan of day- daytime. I don't know if you um, we've talked about this, but mm-hmm. I watched Days of Our Lives before I joined yeah. the show. Yeah. And I was a huge fan of Jack and Jennifer. I had um, this is not I am not making this up. I had a picture of Jack and Jennifer on my science book uh, at school. <laughs> I would VCR the show every day back when there were v- there's things called VCRs. And if like you didn't have it on the right channel, it would record the wrong show. And I would like freak out on my brothers when I would get home. Like, why was it on Channel 7? Um, wow, that's that was a terrible voice to make. That for was good, though, because you know, the first thing I thought was. Oh no, she had to watch all my children. Yeah, but like because <laughs> in New York that would days. Yeah, on, right. It would have been right. As, so as, I'm watching some other characters whom I don't know, and I was like, so you know, I needed to know what happened with Ernesto Toscano that day. Like it's so upsetting. Oh and my so, gosh. anyway, so I came into the and I could go on and on about what I remember as a fan. And so when I got the job, I just always took it so seriously, um, how the fans feel and what they'll think watching the scene, and how can I enhance that story for them? How can I um, how can I honor that in the, in every scene that I did the, my entire career there? And I can think of a million different tiny little things that the, my co-stars and I would do. Brian, who played Lucas, and I, and um, and uh, Galen, who played um, Rafe, and who still they still play these characters. And uh, James played EJ. Like each of us would really work together for that fan base and try to create little moments that weren't on the page that really would enhance that that chemistry that the audience related to and that the audience would take away and we would always like high five because now with social media you could see on twitter right away when the show would air like that wasn't written we made that up and that was their favorite moment of the episode like it would just inspire you to do 50 more things in the, the next week you know so so that was like something that I really took from away from that particular genre into everything that I do. When I write, I want it to be something I would want to read. When I produce these movies for the Hallmark Channel, I want it to be a movie I'd watch. Like right now, there aren't you're not going to go find Sleepless in Seattle at the movie theater. They're not making those movies anymore. If it's not, you know, a comic book hero, like it's not going to be made into a movie. Not right so, now. No, not so at all. So luckily, Hallmark is really stepping into the void and making these unbelievable movies, and I want to be a part of that. And I think my fans know my sensibility and um and I and I think about it all the time that if if I'm going to ask them to to tune in to watch a movie that I made then it better be a movie they want to watch. <laughs> so when did you when did you start in your mind charting this path because what you're talking about is very is uh some people would say old fashioned I would say it's classic uh it, you know you're talking about ideas uh, and and approaches that are tried and true versus quote edgy right um you um have significant loyalty um you stayed on days long after you needed to yeah um to the point where even someone like me who's savvy and a bit cynical about the industry was shocked when you when you decided to leave because i thought well she's just going to stick around until until it's over um and and but but to me uh, what i'm hearing you say is this is not happenstance. This is very uh, nicely navigated, charted. You don't get to be the woman that answers every question and makes every decision on a set of any kind, least of all a major set for a major network, unless you are a planner. Mm -hmm. You You don't keep your family and your marriage alive while you're doing 25 jobs unless you know how to chart a graph and build a calendar and right. you're a planner. Right. Yes. Very it's also much. very Virgo. Yeah, very Virgo. Tenacious 
and very, very, very meticulous and detailed. Yeah. So when did this plan start taking shape? Um, I have been taking it seriously for about 10 years, the last, t- last 10 years. And I, um, it started when I had the opportunity to do the, well, writing my first novel, um, actually, was sort of an exercise in frustration um, of a storyline I was not happy with, to be frank, at Days of Our Lives. And so I sat down behind my computer like I could write it better. And I did. <laughs> I wrote I wrote the story. I thought it should, you know, it should go. And I sort of thought like, wow, I can write. And different format, obviously, from from daytime or soaps or whatever, but I love to write. And so I, um, I sort of went for it and I, and I wrote this whole story and I was really proud of it. And then once I sort of released that creativity and that my ability to tell stories in another way, um, I really never looked back. I sort of opened the door like, what else can I do? And, and I started asking legitimate questions and trying to help make the, the shows that I was a part of as best as I could and, and raising my questions, you know, to, to my bosses and um, bringing up concerns and just always, in my opinion, for the good and trying to help. And, you know, for the most part, I felt really rewarded with that and that um, every all the bosses that I've ever worked for, I've always said, like, I know that you're not that actor who's like, oh, I want to be on TV more. And my, my advice and my suggestions were always like, how can I make the scene better? And if it means I'm not even in it, that would be great too. Like, I just want to make it better. Um, and you don't, unfortunately, you don't, I don't know that you find that all the time. And um, so it started with that. And then uh, I just started coming up with ideas for what, what could I do next? Like, what are the other options out there? And I did a movie for the Hallmark Channel a couple of years ago with Greg Vaughn um, that went really well and they were really happy with it. And I saw that as my opportunity to walk into the Hallmark Channel and say, well, then let me make a movie for you. And um, when they were happy with the ratings, they, they were really happy to hear my next idea. And I've proceeded to carry on that relationship with them. Very and now- smart. There's other, you know, um, I'm having conversations with other uh, production companies and other channels and seeing what else is out there and hoping to really create a, a whole new career for myself at this point. So in the middle of all of this, you do The Biggest Loser, and that is enormously successful. And it, it uh, ups your, your visibility mm-hmm. to a completely different world of people. Mm-hmm. Um and a cynical person might argue that it became as important to your visibility and to your sellability uh, as your acting. Sure. Right? Um, how did you feel about that? That, that hosting a show um, it was, was in some ways equal to all the work you were doing as an actor, where you're pouring your guts. I yeah. Mean, I have seen Sammy Yaw. <laughs> What this girl got into, forget about it. You know, I mean, yeah. you know. So. But see, to me, like, I, I think you could make that argument more if it were a different type of show. But because The Biggest Loser was so much about helping people and changing lives and making a difference and, and frankly, bringing awareness to a conversation that, like, the entire country should be having. Um, it, it isn't just another reality show for me. Um, to, so, so yes, you could argue, like, oh, it's frustrating because it wasn't really my my talent, my, some, my career that I've worked on since I was four. But um, 
but it was a conversation I'm always proud to have. I, I am that working mom who needs to find time to work out during the day in between picking up my kids from school and making dinner and it's frustrating and and I get it and and I see how people put that as their last priority and then 10 years later they're overweight and they don't know how they got there and they don't know how to fix it and um, it's getting worse fast and I, and I met I've met every kind now you know every person coming down the the aisle at uh, biggest scissor talks about their story and and every person is different but but you hear a lot of the same issues and um, I'm glad to have been part of something that makes it that helps raise that conversation. It helps people at home see that. And I hope I was a part of helping make that conversation happen so that people at home could see these people tell their story and think to themselves, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And um, and so I, I never I never resented it for that. I, I am proud that I, I could be part of that conversation. You seem very, very comfortable with the person you are. Oh, when thanks. did that happen? Um, were you born that way? No, I am not. Because you're all. so. She's just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I could tell that you're steely, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross you <laughs> in a meeting. Um, because my husband says the same because thing. you know, like that nun that was sitting outside the studio, you could take me too. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind about that. But you are. Um palpably serene mm, thanks which is very very attractive because a lot of us are trying and it's something that's instantly notable because it's something that we're all trying to get to how'd you get there yeah um i don't know part of it uh i don't know that i was always this way and in fact a lot of people have told me that since um the big changes my, since i shook up my snow globe which is a great metaphor that i will use steal from <laughs> you moving forward um uh, that that they have seen the change in me, and that this is really um, has come from walking off that cliff and saying I'm good enough, I'll catch myself. And when I talked to uh, my husband about it, it was really sort of this this really important conversation where we said I I had to sort of say I believe in me, and I think I can do it, and I think I can make TV that people really want to watch, and I'm and I'm gonna go make it happen. It's nice to see you investing as deeply in yourself as. I'm hearing during our conversation, and as I've witnessed over the years, you've invested in the betterment of other projects like Days of Our Lives yeah. or The Biggest Loser. Um, when all is said and done, we all have a thing that we want to be most respected for. I don't think I know what you want to be respected for because you are notably good at a number of things and you're aggressively going after a number of things. I, I don't know that I could pick one thing. I mean, Honestly, I have always um, tried to live by this idea that um, I want to be I want to be respected for working hard. I, I know that sounds crazy, but like when it all is said and done, I I have always thought to myself when I like if and when the conversation ever comes around <laughs> about um, about me and I'm not in the room, I would want people to say. She works really hard. She comes to work every day. She always gives good ideas. She wants what's best for the like, like I would want that to be the conversation. So, um, I I respect loyalty. I hope that that's what people see in me. I respect um, that I that I am determined. That I give it my best. Those are the kind of qualities that I have. So I can't say like one job or one project. I hope I bring those skills to all of my stuff. To everything I do. It's Allison Sweeney joining us now. Before she leaves. She has also been uh, been doing something very, very fun 
with uh, <laughs> with making sure she gets some sleep at night. Well, right. So I had two <laughs> full time jobs for like seven years, and I don't know that I slept, you know, ten hours the whole time. And um, I I really did sort of talk myself into this mentality, which is really a problem in this country today, where people think like, oh, I shouldn't sleep. I could stay up later. I could wake up earlier. I'll get a workout in before I go, and I I, I can go to sleep at midnight. Like you have to sleep and and taking sleep seriously is a big deal. So I work with sleep number beds, but um, selfishly, I I have like the best bed ever now. I'm so thrilled. And now my husband gets his own side and he can custom set his setting. I I want to ask you about this because my husband and I are actually in the market for a new bed. uh, And and, and we both complain that, you know, but it's the best couple's bed ever for this. I know because, because I have different things that I need than he does. Right. So, and it's true. And then we got the, and then you get the, thing where you can um I can custom like I'm I'm sweating all night long we don't need to talk about like how old I am and why but I I literally wake up drenched in sweat um my pajamas are soaking wet because I I can't I mean it, I needs to be cold when I sleep and my husband likes it hot so he doesn't want the air oh as my cold. god so we're, I, we're, we're married to the same person so Allison. we right well you need because I'm now. a sweating guy okay so you need and he's like a hairless cat the, right Oh my god! Exactly. So you need. The, I'm going to tell me so. That's amazing. So you need the so that so that there's technology where I can have my side cool and the bed is like the cooler under underside of the pillow and his side is not. It's amazing. So and he can have it warm on his side if he wants. It's, it's awesome. And then there's this sleep IQ technology and you have the app uh, on your phone so that I can check and see like how my triggers. You know, I I put in when I work out. I put in if I had a glass of wine at night. I put in how late I ate my dinner and you can see how all the those things affect how well you slept. Wow. Uh, yeah. So you can like really make the adjustments and say to yourself or, you know, when was your last cappuccino or whatever? And you can say like, look, I shouldn't be having caffeine after two o'clock because I don't sleep so well afterwards. And the best part for me is that I gave I got some for my kids and my 10 year old son is ad- obsessed with it. So instead of fighting with me about going to sleep at night, he's actually psyched because he has it on his iPad and he can look at his What's sleep pattern and he wants to write like adjust his sleep and see how he's doing. And now, of course, you know, because I'm a Virgo, I'm also really competitive. So now I'm now I'm all like, yeah, but I got a ninety last night. Oh what my did God. you get? There you go. Yeah. So what's the name of the app again? It's Sleep IQ. Uh, sleep technology IQ. is the app, and then it's the Sleep Number Bed. Yeah. Check it out. Check, Check it, it out. out. So this is where we play the Donna Summer song. She works hard for the money, y'all, because <laughs> Allison Sweeney does. That's uh, my theme the song. Uh, the new the new movie on Hallmark premiering on September 26th is called Love on the Air. And then the uh, the next one, the uh, the murder she baked. What's it? What's the subtitle? Murder she baked. Plum pudding. Plum pudding. That's on November twenty second, and the new novel coming out in the uh, in the spring. I hope you'll come back and talk. Yeah, about I'm, that. we're gonna have to come back and yeah. talk all about that. Lots of good stuff. It's so good to see. You. It was good to see you too. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. Stick around. There's more to come on the jolt.